What's your favorite scary movie? Welcome to 13 Degrees of Screams, where we watch and dissect your favorite spooky movies. I'm your host, Alex. And Stephanie. And this is a mostly horror podcast. This season, we watched movies that you suggested. Stephanie. Yeah. Season five. Yeah. Out with the old and with the new. Sort of. Well, old season. Oh, yeah. Like season four is old and this is a new season. Right. I thought you meant like old concept. Mm. No. Conceptualized. Yeah, we just completely revamped everything. <laughs> no, no, no. Same thing. No. Although I will say this theme is a little different. Yes. Do you want to tell everyone what we did for our fifth season? If you recall, in our recap episode, we explained that our fifth season, as a special little treat, is movies that you guys suggested. So this is like everybody's favorite. Yeah, well, not everybody, but well, we picked 13 of, like, the most frequently requested, or yes. there was more, but maybe they'll make an appearance later. But we picked 13 of the ones that we were suggested. Yeah. So, somebody's favorite. Yeah, somebody. They're all good. Let's put it that way. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm really happy with our selection. Right. I'm excited about it. Do you want to tell everyone our first movie? It is Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink. Although, I will say, this one's a little, I know we just said, Movies that were suggested, but we did this one special. Yes. So we're doing Skinnamarink kind of a special request because we connected with the mom from the movie on TikTok. Yeah, it was a surprise. We're engaging with a lot of (laughs) actors, it seems, lately. So, yeah, I was surprised when she reached out and asked to do Skinnamarink. So here we are doing Skinnamarink. So technically it was requested in a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we reached out to her first. So I was like, could you listen to this? And she's like, eh. But you got a movie. You got yeah. a movie to watch. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So this is more a prerequisite. So hopefully Jamie likes this episode. Mm-hmm. Although I will say I've been wanting to watch Skinner Rink. I haven't seen it. Spoiler alert before the podcast. Have you? I saw commercials for it and thought it was eerie. And um, I remember it was going around on TikTok. I was like the scariest thing mm-hmm. that ever happened. And I was like, oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boo. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So I was worried. I, I wasn't sure what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The trailer for this movie is one of the scariest trailers mm-hmm. I think I've ever seen. I was like, oh, no. oh, oh. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to get me. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought so. Mm. My, it's, a, it's a little creepy at times, yeah. Yeah, my mom sent me the trailer out of the blue. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how I first heard about it, before even TikTok. She's oh, like, thanks, Pam. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> so that's how I heard about Skinner Rink before TikTok. Oops. Oh, I did. I do it, remember? Oh, yeah, you just decide for us. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would never do it. I, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for our preseason ranking, we have this ranked on the scariness scale as a 6 out of 13. So most near the middle, a little okay. bit below the middle, so not... But also kind of saying, like, we don't believe the hype in a way. A little bit. So, yes. Because, so I put it lower because I had done some research on the movie after I had initially found out, and I heard a lot of mixed opinions on it. 
So a lot of people saying it's really boring. Nothing happens. So I was like, well, how scary can it be then? If, if people, nothing's happening. Right. Yeah. If people are saying nothing happens. So I'm like, well, you know, based on the trailer, I would have put it way higher. But then I heard I heard reviews on it that just It was were. like found flicks, I think, if you were. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking person. about that. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Never mind. Disregard. No. I was watching and listening to reviews, and they were just not giving the film good reviews, really. Oh, my God. I'm just going to my phone now. I can't. So, in any case, I put it lower just because of things I heard before okay. actually watching it. Fair enough. Did you like it? It was different. Um, kind of gave me a paranormal activity vibe because of the odd perspectives and stuff like that. And it was just kind of like a grainy, videotapey mm-hmm. kind of feel. At one point, <laughs> we were watching it, actually, like I, we came over to your apartment to watch it mm-hmm. and i was holding a drink and i was like i'm just gonna put this down in case i throw it because <laughs> i was worried that eventually it would all have to build up to something and something would jump at us mm-hmm. but not really yeah the any jump scare was pretty minimal like mm-hmm. there were some like loud noise yes but it didn't happen frequently or anything right. like that the only thing i can think of is like when the hand comes out of the closet maybe Oh, yeah. That that freaked me out. I will say that. So this movie isn't actually like found footage, though. So if anyone knows nothing about it, which I don't see how you would have not heard about this movie at this point, it's not found footage. It's just the way it's filmed. It just has that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, no. I was mislead. just. No, I was just clarifying because I didn't know if people would think like there was actually a camera involved, oh. but it's not. It's just it's considered analog horror. I don't know if you've ever heard of that term. No. Yeah, I just watch movies for fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Alex yeah. knows all the technical terms. <laughs> yeah, it's filmed. I don't know. You maybe see a face one time, and in that one time, the face is all messed up anyway. So yeah. you never actually see the characters really. Right, because at one point I was writing my notes, and I was like, "I guess eventually we see the demon's face," and then I was like, "Do we?" I don't think we do. <laughs> and I, I had to Google it and be like. Demon's face <laughs> from Skinnamarink. And I was like, oh, that guy. Okay, I guess. I just didn't know at the time that I guess it was him. Oh. There's like a shot of like a, just a man with the f- no face. No, no. I did not see that one time. Also, maybe it's because so, it was so dark. Yeah. What? Also could be. They showed it? I, I guess. Psych. On me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I missed that. Apparently, you see the entity. Apparently. <laughs> the entity. Yeah, look it up if you want to see it, because you'll, you'll recognize it once you see it, Like, but you probably won't. I don't think it was the obvious correlation that they were one and the same. I oh. thought it was like maybe the dad or something, I guess, at the time. Well, damn. Yeah. Interesting. I liked it overall. I will say I felt it was too long. We could have shaved a good... Yeah. 20 minutes i would even watch an hour 20 minute version of this movie although i think it would be even better shorter Mm -hmm. but it's an hour and 40 and at some points i'm just like okay i I get it yeah let's move on a little bit love what you guys are doing with the sofa arrangement that looks cool can we go on now like (laughs) (laughs) although i didn't tell you this so despite the movie itself not being super scary that night, I was doing the research because I sent you that video about, like, the meaning and some things we may have missed. I kept looking behind me. I was so freaked out. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done it the night of. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to go do some research because normally I'll watch the movie and just go on my computer and do stuff. Oh, really? Uh huh. I'll do that. I I sit with it for a minute. Oh, no. I was like, so I just do what I normally did and I kept turning around. I was so freaked out. So while the movie itself didn't necessarily freak me out, the thought of it later and being alone on the computer with my back towards an open room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It freaked me out. I was like, I need to stop tonight. I'll finish this later. (laughs) Actually, to be fair, when I do my notes, it's usually like I'm just laying in bed before I go to sleep or something like Mm -hmm. that. So usually when I have like a lot of them to write out for because we record in batches, obviously, I'll just, you know, write as much as I can. And then I'll be like, okay, getting too late. Time to go sleep, sleep. (laughs) (laughs) But in this case, I was like, I need to do something else a little bit more happy, more cheery. Mm -hmm. And and then I'll go to sleep because this not the vibe. Look, not it's not it. Yeah, no, it's not it. Yeah, it it does a great job at setting the atmosphere and tone mm. uh, to the point where afterwards I was not happy about being alone in the. Well, I wasn't even in the dark. The light was on. Yeah, but just being alone in an empty room. Right. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. So it is scary at times, is what we think we're getting at. But it's it's like scary after the fact when you're like thinking about it. Yeah, that's what happened. Like during it, I was like, "Oh, this is fine. It's creepy." But afterwards, I'm like, "I need to go to bed. I can't be in this room by myself." So. Right. And I think it's definitely scarier in its subtlety. Is more mm-hmm. more or less. It's not jump scares and lots of scary faces or too many traumatic things. It's just, ooh, that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's always the the picture in your head is scarier than what's actually happening right like i find when i watch movies they show the creature ghost whatever it is i'm like point right like that wasn't yeah what i was thinking it's not really scary anymore mm-hmm. so this movie leaves a lot to your imagination and the sound design was really creepy in my opinion the demonic voice and it telling the kids to do certain things Mm-mm. not for you not for me no sound design is what gets me no not necessarily the visuals <laughs> yeah and also there. I I swear we'll eventually get into like the background and, oh, I know. and stuff. We will. Uh, it it's also scary just because of how little these kids are too. Like they're babies. They are babies. Yeah. Not no, okay. You don't no. do this to babies. You don't do this to the babies. No baby. Yeah. Like I don't care about like adults or <laughs> anything. Like little kids and little and dogs and cats. Like they're safe. Okay. Leave <laughs> them out of this. <laughs> yes. Well, on that note, are you ready to dive into the movie background? Yes, let's do it. Skin of Marink is a Canadian supernatural horror film released in 2022. It tells a story of two children who wake up in the middle of the night to find that their father is missing and strange things happening in their house, such as objects disappearing. The film was written and directed by Kyle Edward Ball, making his featured directorial debut. Before making Skinnamarink, Ball ran a YouTube channel where he would upload videos based on nightmares shared by viewers. His short film, Heck, released in 2020, served as a proof of concept for Skinnamarink. The movie was filmed digitally in Ball's childhood home in Edmonton, Canada. So we've, I know we kind of discussed whose house this was yeah, filmed in. It was his childhood. Yeah, that's funny because when we were watching it too, like there was like a little caption, like "Thank you to whatever family's house this was," and we were like, "Oh, I wonder if it was like one of the actors or something." But no, nope. apparently his. Yeah, and then heck, I looked into that. It's basically a short version of Skinner Marink. Probably should have just 
done that. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think it's that long. So I feel like there was a middle ground here. We could have made it longer. Not an hour and 40 minutes. Right. Skin of Marine premiered at the 26th Fantasia Film Festival in Montreal on July 25th of 2022 and later screened at various other film festivals. Unfortunately, copies of the film leaked online, gaining popularity through social media platforms like Reddit, TikTok, and Twitter, where it received praise and word-of-mouth attention. The film received a theatrical release in the United States and Canada through IFC Midnight on January 13th of 2023. And I didn't think this got a theatrical release. For whatever reason, I thought it was straight to Shudder. I didn't apparently. realize that. I I think it just seemed like it came out so quickly that that it must have been just a straight to streaming kind of situation. But yeah, I didn't realize it was in theaters either. Mm. Unless it was like a select theater kind of situation. Maybe. Or I was just late to the game because. That is true. As far I, as. I think it must have been confusing just like because of how how much it leaked out. And, and then when it was actually in theaters and then when it went to streaming and stuff like that, it must have been a confusing timeline for people that are just finding out about it and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was straight to shutter. Not that it matters, but I was convinced it was not in theaters. But look at that. It was. It was also made available on the horror streaming service Shutter on February 2nd. Despite having a budget of only $15,000, Skinner Inc. became a box office success grossing $2 million, which is crazy. Also, I'm just curious what they spent $15,000 on. No shade. But no, I have no idea. Marketing. It had to all go to marketing. Well, since... Like we didn't we didn't realize it at the time. Like we could kind of tell that stuff was older in the house and stuff, but we didn't know the exact time period. But it's supposed to be nineteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. Maybe half of the cost was like buying stuff accurate to that time, mm-hmm. like the toys and such. But because you know that stuff like retails for like on eBay for like a million dollars, a million for dollars, nostalgia. <laughs> like, not a million. Yeah, least, you know what? I mean. No more than fifteen thousand. <laughs> Uh, yes, obviously. It all went to that <laughs> 1000 tube- for one phone. and <laughs> Yeah. No, it all went to that tube TV. The movie felt Probably. older than the 90s, though. I it was did. like 80s, 70s even, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But yeah, it takes place in 95, so I would have been three years old. I would have been around the, these kids' oh, age. I would have been too. <laughs> Imagine that happening. No! No, no. no. Critics generally responded positively to the film, appreciating its ex- exploration of childhood fears. However, the audience's response was more polarized, as I kind of mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. On Rotten Tomatoes, Skin Marine holds a 71% approval rating based on 121 reviews, with an average rating of 6.2 out of 10. The website's consensus describes the film as more confounding than frightening, but acknowledges its ability to unsettle viewers who are willing to embrace the unique style. On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 66 out of 100, indicating generally favorable reviews based on 25 critic reviews. Already. Yeah, it's just gonna. It's, just, on, it's in my head. Are you ready to get into the plot? I am, yes. We focus on various shots of the interior of a house in 1995 and can only make out glimpses of the family members that inhabit it through a grainy grayish lens. We focus mainly on the children, six-year-old Kaylee and four-year-old Kevin, and see clips of their feet or the back of their head from time to time. We hear in the next room their father explaining to someone on the phone that Kevin fell down the stairs and hit his head while he was sleepwalking. Freaking Kevin. Yeah. My dude, what a mess. (laughs) Yeah, Kevin. Kevin needs some help. (laughs) Yeah. 
The lighting shifts to give the impression that they went to the hospital and returned home at some point. I did not get this, but when I Uh watched more videos about it online, people seemed to think that, like, the flash of brighter light was them at the hospital, I guess. Or was it the car, like, leaving? Maybe. And it was, like, headlights? Yeah. I'm like, it's open to interpretation, and that's what mostly this plot is. So (laughs) let's – there could be clarification made some other way, but this is what I – saw it as yeah this is what we see don't yell at us yeah. uh that we're doing the wrong thing we're trying we it's try. all it's up for interpretation you could watch it and just be like they're in the same room for an hour and 40 minutes yeah honestly in the middle of the night the children wake up to find their father has disappeared and that the windows doors and other objects in their house are gradually vanishing i love the way they do it because it's just very clearly a cut like door no door no door yes and then door no door. no door. It's like flipping on a switch. <laughs> yes. Door, no door. Door, mm-hmm. no door. I just really like the simplicity because, like, I feel other movies would make a big deal out of it or make a disintegration or do something like special effects. Um, yeah. It's like blinking is gone. Mm-hmm. I just, I think that's part of the whole analog style. Just very, it's gone. Yes. And they love that. They love doing it. <laughs> I love it too. I'm like, yes. Do more <laughs> do of that. Do it again. Do it again. This is great. <laughs> The siblings sleep in the living room watching cartoons of children floating off to dreamland or maybe even heaven. (laughs) Maybe. We don't know. (laughs) When they wake up, they find the house still dark, hear an odd thumping noise, and see a chair upside down on the ceiling. They don't really audibly freak out, or when they do, it seems delayed. But at one point, Kevin suggests that their dad went with their mom, and Kaylee says she does not want to talk about her. (laughs) Fuck mom. (laughs) Like that bitch. (laughs) Yeah, everything in this movie, one of the kids will say something, and it'll take a good 10 seconds for the other one to respond mm-hmm. or react. Like, Or come even on. when things freaky happen, like uh, like if I were four or six, like I would run screaming from the room oh, immediately I'd be crying. or constantly crying. And then these kids are like, ah. Not even that. I don't even think they scream one time. Not really, no. Not, not a ton. Not a ton. Take, and I would be nonstop screaming. Okay, you'll be you'll be Kaylee. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. I'll be Kevin. Kaylee, what's happening? I don't know. Or maybe that was longer, honestly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but it's like that. <laughs> yeah, basically. The toilet in the bathroom eventually disappears, forcing them to replace it with buckets and making Kevin too frightened to go. Kaylee is called upstairs by a mysterious voice in the darkness and sees a Barbie suspended on the ceiling by its hair. Again, she does not freak out. <laughs> like, Barbie, not again. Like, this is a normal occurrence. Right. Her Barbies just stick to the ceiling right. by the hair. When she reaches the bedroom, she sees her dad sitting on the bed, who instructs her to look under the bed. Seeing through Kaylee's eyes, we see nothing under there, but he asks her to look again. But still nothing seems to be there. This part was freaky. I was expecting something. I did not something. like this at all. Well, <laughs> I think anticip- that was when I was like, I'm going to throw this. <laughs> <laughs> the anticipation, because you expect something to be under the bed. Not the first time, but you're like, okay, definitely the second time. For sure. And it's like, psych, no, there's nothing here. Not really. No. And really, it's the stuff that's going on above the bed, really, that's like, oh, why, why would you have them do that? So when she looks up, her dad has disappeared, and her mom is sitting on the opposite side of the bed away from her. And she tells her slowly, like, really slowly, that her father and her love Kaylee and Kevin very much, instructs her to close her eyes before vanishing and saying, someone is here. 
that's freaky. That freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. Someone's here. That was so ominous. I hate it. Who the fuck is here? (laughs) Mother. Right. You're not just going to disappear on me. Right. Someone's here and gone. What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? Someone's here. You can't just do that. Just be like, we love you very much. By the way, there's someone in the house you don't know. (laughs) You deal with it. Bye. Yeah. And we hear like cracking of bones. Oh, yeah. I was getting to that. Oh, I'm sorry. So she, <laughs> Kaylee looks to the open closet where she hears her mother calling her name along with cries of pain and bones breaking. And we glimpse a hand gripping the door frame. No. No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> I don't even think everyone saw it initially because then we have to rewind it. Yeah, it happens so quickly and it's just like cut away. It's yeah. so dark that the hand is barely visible, but it's there. Yeah. Everything that's freaky really is like mainly not very visible at all so you kind of have to deduce like are you looking at a head or <laughs> yeah what is that <laughs> yeah. what wait a minute who are you you know that video <laughs> right. that's, that's what this whole movie is yes so we cut back to the living room where kaylee has kevin help her move the couch to block the hallway but when they fall asleep we can hear the voice call for kaylee again when Kevin wakes up next, Haley is gone. Toys and objects are suspended against a wall. And we were like, everybody's so creative. Everyone's so creative. <laughs> yeah, earlier we didn't really mention, but they're just playing with a shit ton of Legos. Yeah. Just and like, they're like, we kind of uh, occasionally see toys being moved, but not like by the children. So we assume it's the entity doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, at one point he just suspends them all on the wall. Like, look what I did. Look. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, that's just weird. <laughs> Hey, thanks. Are you afraid yet? Yeah. Kevin, look what I did to your toys. They are on the wall and they should not be there. Kevin is four years old and in a house by himself that usually contains three other people. And you think the toys is what scares him? I know. Fuck these toys. I'm scared to be alone in this house. For how many days? Like We find out. Mm. And it is insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, The voice calls to Kevin, forcing him into the basement where he sees Kaylee, who no longer has eyes or a mouth. Bro. Yeah, that was like, oh, no. Why'd you do Kaylee like that? Right. Excuse me? Yeah, that was creepy. It's just because you see her sitting like Indian style. Yeah, and you can sort of hear her talking, though. When he goes down there, she says something like, I feel strange. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was like right. Right before it happened. Yeah. Maybe. Ugh. Just a mad, oh, like, again, watching it wasn't, like, super mm-hmm. freaky, but just, like, the put thought. yourself in that scenario. Yeah. No. Yeah, and that's the the trouble, too, like, it being through the eyes of a child, too, like, you, you think, like, what would I think in this situation as, like, that little, like, no, like, absolutely not. I'd just pass out. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think I could, I don't think my body could handle it. I think mm-hmm. I would just. Yeah, pass out. Yeah. Or just sob uncontrollably. Yeah. I think I'd be dead in a day. I had asthma as a little kid, too, so I'd just be like, <gasps> goodbye. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Stephanie, don't go. Yeah. So the mysterious voice tells him it wants to play as some of the toys begin to disappear. A drawer opens in the kitchen, and Kevin complies with the voice's command that he insert a knife into one of his eyes. And we're like, no, thank you. Yeah, this part... Like, and you hear the sound. Mm-hmm. It was like um, a utility knife mm-hmm. where you hear it clicking. Yeah. And the voice just so matter-of-factly is like, put it. Yeah. And he does. That is so I think so it was like up. he was forced, though. Like, the way it happens, it's just like very. Oh, yeah, like probably. He, 
obviously he takes like a second to respond or whatever. He doesn't really say anything. But then we cut to the back of his head, kind of sitting in the hallway, and then you just hear like a, mm-hmm. and like wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like again, four years old. Mm-hmm. I think that's the craziest part. Like if yeah. this happened to an adult, you'd be like, uh. Yeah, like you dumb. Why'd you do this? Yeah, why? Why? But a four-year-old. Oh my god, that's yeah, that's the root of a terror. I feel. Yeah. So Kevin calls nine one one to tell them he was cut with a knife and feels sick. The operator tells him to be brave and stay on the line as someone will be there soon. But Kevin tells them the doors are gone. He then drops the phone and it turns into a chatter telephone toy. I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think he was actually talking to someone, or it was all a I think it was all just the demon thing. False hope. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Which is just even more cruel in my opinion. That's what I was leaning towards too because it just It just doesn't seem like there there's any connection to the outside world here. So why mm-hmm. why in this moment <laughs> right. would he have it all of a sudden? Yeah. That's what I was thinking, but I was just curious your thoughts on that. Yeah. Did you think the same? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What else could it be? Right. Like he was he wasn't talking to nobody. And the sad thing about that is the guy on the phone was so sweet and like Yeah, and he's like, It's okay, buddy, you're gonna be all right. You're just gonna hang in there, sport and be brave and all that nice jazz and yeah, then just to take that away from him. Oh <sighs> Yep. That makes it even worse. hmm Kevin asks if the voice did it. It confirms and says that it can do anything. The voice reminds Kevin to obey it because Kaylee didn't listen. She wanted her parents, so it took her mouth away. And then it instructs Kevin to go upstairs. I I don't understand that part because what did Kaylee not do? Uh, it must have been the moment like when Kevin falls asleep in in the mo- the midst of Kaylee disappearing. She mm-hmm. must have followed the voice again when it called to her, and maybe maybe it asked her to do the same thing, like stick her stick a knife in her eye or do something. And she said she wanted her mommy. Oh, uh, okay. That's what kind of what I assume, but we don't really. We spend so much time in their own perspective, it is weird that we don't have a scene of that. Yeah, because from what I saw, she did everything it said. Like, yeah. she went upstairs. She complied. She looked under the bed. Mm-hmm. Last we saw before she got her fucking life wrecked was mm-hmm. the bones cracking and then the hand. Like, and granted, was... like, like, yeah, she runs out of the room and everything after, but that's, like, she doesn't freak out. Like, she doesn't cry like, Mommy, Daddy, I want you to come back or anything. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> She's like, I, I'm i out. Yeah, like, she just went downstairs. Like, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want her to do? Right. Maybe he was pissed that, that these kids aren't afraid. Maybe. He's like, they're not phased. Right. Like, the one the one household that does not scream and everything. I put Barbies on the ceiling for them. <laughs> Toys on the wall. The most terrifying thing I could do. <laughs> and nothing. Not a peep. Now I gotta have them stab their eye out. <laughs> gotta take away this one's face. <laughs> Still nothing. Still nothing. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, the voice instructs Kevin to go upstairs. He finds himself on the ceiling and goes into a bedroom that becomes a void. That was a cool shot because you're, like, floating away from the door. Yeah, and it just gradually and gets It just keeps going. And, and you're like, this is a big-ass room. Yeah. Is it, no. <laughs> nope. It's, it's something more than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's on the ceiling now. Oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. Mm-hmm. A dollhouse is shown sitting on a pile of toys in a seemingly infinite hallway as text on the screen reads 572 days. And I was like, what? 
er, what you mean? Record <laughs> scratch. I'm like, this had to have been like a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was 572 days. These children have aged Lost a whole a year, year of their lives. A year and a half. Yeah. So Kevin's like five and a half and right. Kaylee's seven. seven? Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. No, no. And then we see a female figure sitting, seen sitting on the bed, and her head slowly fades away, followed by the rest of her body. That's Kaylee, I believe. I, I'm fairly either the Kaylee. mom or Kaylee, but I'm guessing Kaylee. I think it's Kaylee. It looked like Kaylee. It looked like a little girl. Maybe. I think it's Kaylee. This whole last, like, kind of like twenty-ish minutes, it's kind of like just cutting back and forth to places in the house, and it it really confuses me like what we're exactly looking at until like we're like oh something's happening something's happening we're not sure uh-huh. <laughs> but it is yeah <laughs> so photos are shown of people except their heads are either missing or distorted and this part got me kevin cries out as blood splatters on the floor then disappears and splatters repeatedly in an infinite loop so like we're Given the impression that he's just being continuously tortured on a loop or killed mm-hmm. on a loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually, in the darkness, we hear him ask if he can watch something happy as he's told to go to sleep. <laughs> a few times he asks the voice in the darkness for its name, but it doesn't answer. Do you want to see what we actually see at the end? The face in the darkness, ever so slight? I, I guess there's supposed to be a face at this point, and I, I think it was. Probably somewhere in between the woman fading away and maybe uh, around the time Kevin was getting killed and stuff like that. Oh, was at the very end. That was yeah. the very last thing you see in oh, the bedroom. Okay. Yeah, it's just kind of like a blank man's face and just. Yeah, it's, it's a, it looks like a head, but you can't make out any features. Mm-hmm. And at the time, again, watching the movie. I was like, oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like another picture, like it was the dad or Oh, something. no, it was in the room, I'm fairly certain. Oh, okay. It was that's, so hard to tell at this yeah. point. So what I think, based on videos I saw, too, that Kevin was in the room with that thing, mm-hmm. and it was just staring. Yeah. Uh, so it was the entity, I'm fairly certain, um, but it just stays on that face, and you just barely see it. Mm-hmm. For a long time, you think it's going to jump or something. Right. And it never does. And when we were watching the movie, it didn't affect me. But again, I was watching videos for research and that scene popped up. I couldn't watch it. I had to turn it off. Really? Mm-hmm. I knew. I literally just watched the movie. Right. I know it doesn't jump, but just watching it, it just was unsettling. You. Yeah. No. Like, I just saw this movie. Why is it freaking me out now on YouTube? I don't yeah. understand. The more you sit with it, the more it's like. Oh, I hated it. Like, <laughs> not, not the not movie. Like in like, but... I hate what it did or anything. It's just like, oh, it was more scary than I really thought about it. I don't think you need to see it again because you can kind of piece together all of the momentous things or mm-hmm. whatever that happened. But, yeah, they all pile together and you're like, oh, it was kind of scary and fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you just take out all the just shots of nothing mm-hmm. for 10, 20 minutes at a time. Yeah. You condense it, and I feel like it'd just be so much stronger. Mm-hmm. I think you still need that towards the beginning to build to establish yeah. suspense, atmosphere. It's like turning the screw, you know, right? But it was just a little overstate its welcome a tad. But it was super effective after the fact. I'm like, I I was fine watching this. I'm I can't I can't yeah I can't do this by oh. myself. <laughs> Did you happen to see the theory though that like. 
this is just Kevin in a coma. Mm-hmm, I did see that. And I was like, maybe that makes sense. I don't just say, but I felt like the atmosphere was still very weird mm-hmm. beforehand. And we don't know if it's just because there's some sort of situation with the mom and the dad or, yeah. or if it's because it's always this way, kind of not always, but you know, like the entity is already taken over mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's hard to say like whether or not there's, there's no clear indicator like, okay, it's starting now. Right. It could be starting from the very beginning. It could start technically an hour in. We wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, I would say once the door disappears in front yeah, of their face, I, I think yeah. that's pretty concrete. Like, okay, it started now. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Unless... <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's... Yeah. My doors just disappear every <laughs> once in a while. That's just normal. Well, when you rearrange them, sometimes you need to move furniture. It just doesn't work with the floor plan. <laughs> we just move the door. <laughs> yeah. Now, the toys on the wall, I think that's a little out there. <laughs> Do, what do you prefer? Like, what theory do you like better? It being a coma, or all this actually happened? Well, in in the in wanting the children to be safe, I hope it's just a coma kind of situation, yeah. and Kevin can be saved from it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's the other. It's, it's more happening. of like it's they're just stuck, and it is what it is. Oof, which I hate. Yeah. What do you think? So let me ask you this: the parents. Or the dad, because it seems like the mom's out of the picture. What you gather, yeah, or I guess. I assume when he made the phone call, he was talking to her. Yeah, but, which means she wouldn't be home. But I don't know. I got. I I realize some other people, and especially what Kaylee says, it makes it seem like they're separated. But mm-hmm. I more or less got the impression that maybe she was just mad at her for something, and maybe she was at work or something, and the dad was just watching them. Yeah. Well, this is besides the point I was trying to make, but. The part where she says the mom, quote unquote, the mom says, Daddy and I love you very much. Oh, yeah. It's and, definitely like the divorce talk. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. But my question to you was, so they're off into another dimension in theory. Do you think the dad now came home or is like, where the hell did my kids go? And he's living normally in oh. the actual home now? Because it looks like it, it feels like they took the kids, the entity, into a different realm. Mm-hmm. Meaning the kids are no longer in our world. But maybe the parents could be. Yeah. Because like everyone else is obviously still living their life. So is the dad like, what the fuck happened to Kevin and Kaylee? I wonder. Um, I think it's hard to deduce that, though, because we don't know what the creature is really capable of. It says it can do anything. So does that mean it can create people or just like do these people actually have to be there for him to actually do anything to them? Mm-hmm. So Oh yeah, it's all speculation. So I'm just curious what you Right. would think. I assume, you know, like, you know, his main target was the kids, so mm-hmm. he, you know, got them out of the way and did whatever he wanted to do to them to, you know, freak them out and then put his focus on the kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think the family is necessarily separated by dimensions, just more or less separated by what's happening in their own home. So you think the dad's in there too or just somehow or, or dead in a way or, you know, just, just able to be used whenever the demon needs them to freak out the kids or something. So when we actually see the parents, do you think that's actually the dad just like kind of in a possessed state or something? Yeah. Either that or some sort of like, vision of him or something like that that the demon created like he's already killed him so mm-hmm. he has access to his form i guess oh, okay. <laughs> i don't know it's it's reaching i know uh, okay. but the whole well, no, movie I, is reaching the whole thing is weird 
in my mind, I thought he like whisked them away into a pocket dimension. So oh. the dad is like living his life still and the kids are just gone now. Maybe. I feel like that would have been more of a possibility for me if we could have heard like you know, like if the kids woke up and heard their parents calling them or something like that. Like there was like breakthroughs from the other side trying to get through oh. them. No, this pocket dimension is so far away <laughs> from our world. You can't even yeah. you know, can't even call in. Right. Not a possibility. Mm. Well, that's just my theory. I don't know. I guess that would also uh, lend to my coma theory, the coma theory too, but. Yeah. Eh. Who knows? I like that it doesn't specifically tell you because I like having these kind of discussions. Like, yeah. what do you think happens? Right. So, uh, I think it's not so weird that you can't connect the pieces. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you know what's happening for the most part. There's a weird entity terrorizing these children, and it seems at the end it's it's looped. Which mm-hmm. is also we didn't really talk about the cartoons, but it's also kind of following the journey of the children as well. Right, especially the part where the there's like a cartoon rabbit and it keeps disappearing in front and of it, a dog, and the dog looks shocked every time it comes back out of the hat, mm-hmm. and, and it's looping, looping back, yeah. So, and it's the same when Kevin's getting tortured. And uh, a question I did have for you though: Do mm-hmm. you think that there's a way for them to escape it, like, and go back to their regular lives? <sighs> I I don't or think so. Like a, it's no. been 572 days. I think maybe there's a possibility, but these kids have no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah, they're four and six, so I think maybe there's a way, but they they're not. They don't. They probably don't even know what's happening. what's going on. So I think maybe as an adult, which is maybe why this entity preys on children, because mm-hmm. an adult maybe maybe will escape. Yeah, I like to think there's a way out, but it's so hard to tell. You, you know, I don't know. Oh, you. You imagine if they grow up there and then eventually mm-hmm. figure out something like what if they never grow up what if they're just stuck oh, like maybe. if there's a timeless because it's because they're just looping back and forth yeah. so they're always that age oh no for eternity uh, no Ooh, i hate the it. implications exactly <laughs> the implications of this movie <laughs> but definitely it's definitely worth a watch i don't know if i'd watch it again per se but it i it was good yeah i enjoyed it again Agreed. a little too long uh, it, it is an experience. It's not like any movie you've really seen before. So yeah. I think you should watch it for sure. Right. And it like, like again, watching it, you're like, ah, eh, it's not so bad. But then like the more you sit with it, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, that's sad. I don't like that. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I will say I towards the beginning when things started happening, I didn't get choked up per se, but I felt like really sad for these children. Yeah. So that it kind of hit me in a weird way, but it was more just like sadness and like, oh. Shit, these kids are about to go through it. So yeah, I no, I get it. Like I'm just constantly sad for them the whole I time. Know. Honestly, <laughs> they're so like, sweet. Could we just make this about the parents or something? I know. Like, and their voices are so like they're so tiny. Yeah. And you're like, can we go home now? <laughs> right. Like, oh God. Right. And just like to give you like a better idea of kids' ages and stuff like that too. Like Kaylee is at best like just getting out of kindergarten. Or whatever, like maybe going into first grade. And Kevin's not old enough to even be in school. Mm-hmm. So, like, imagine that, like, mental capacity. It's not there. <laughs> and, it's... The, and then all of this shit is happening to you. Right. I couldn't handle that now, oh, no. let alone no. a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said I would have died when I was a little kid. I would have died this, in this case at 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. I'd have just been like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> So, for the topic, I pulled some Reddit stories of scary things happening to people 
either them when they were kids or their kids themselves. Paranormal related. Oh, okay. Are you ready to listen to some of those? Yeah. Creepy. Okay. So our first story comes from Huffalumps and Woozles on Reddit is the username. I already don't like where this is going. <laughs> so I'll preface this by saying none of these are like super crazy. Like obviously not like Skinnamarink level. Yeah. But these all seem very rooted in reality. Okay. So I'm willing to believe all this is real. So okay. keep that in mind. So they write, not my child, but my brother. My grandparents had a guest room that was basically never used, just a bed and a dresser. Us grandkids wouldn't sleep in there because it was on the opposite side of the house as their bedroom, and we preferred the living room with the TV anyway. My brother, however, when he was four, loved this guest room. He would go in there by himself and sit there and talk to himself. No one ever really cared that much, but one time my grandpa asked what he did in there. He said that he would talk to his friend John. She asked him what John looked like, and he described to a T my grandpa's brother who had died before we were born. Not just a generic haircut, clothes, and glasses he would wear, but also that he was missing a finger. John had lost a finger to a snapping turtle. My grandparents never talked about John because it was one of those family subjects that everyone just kind of didn't talk about. I had never even heard of John until years later, when my grandparents were telling the story to my parents. Another similar story at the same grandparents' house pertaining to me, but that I personally don't remember I was, that I was told about the same time. My cousin and I were walking around the woods when we were like seven. There was a pond near there that we were walking to. Apparently, we saw a man who told us it was dangerous to walk by the pond and that we shouldn't be by it. So we just walked up back to the house and told our grandparents that we were told we shouldn't walk by the pond, so we just came back. My grandpa asked what the man looked like, and we supposedly described John again. Oh, damn. Well, I mean, it seems like their, you know, great uncle is looking after them. It doesn't seem like he was negative. It was just creepy that he was interacting oh, with them. Oh, I know, them. right? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't, like, bad or anything. No, But just, like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. Oh, no. With right. a name like Uff, um, Huffleumps and Woozles, I was thinking of that uh, Winnie of the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh special with the, the elephants on parade and stuff like that. Oh, that freaked okay. me out as a kid. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I hated it. Huffleumps and Woozles gave me the same vibe as the name Skinnamarink. I'm like, it all <laughs> seems like it kind of ties in together. Yes. I ready to hear the next story. Yeah. So this is by Fuzzy Bandits from Reddit. When my kid was five or six, he used to complain about sleeping in the living room when visiting grandma. He said all the people walking around kept him up. He later clarified the people going up and down the stairs were keeping him up. There's stairs in the kitchen that are behind the door leading up to the attic. You have to slide a board out of the way to actually and fully go up into the attic, and it was really late at night, maybe early morning, so no one would have been walking up and down the kitchen attic stairs. There was also instances where my stepson had seen his granny, the deceased one, at her old house. When I was a teenager, I used to babysit my cousin Alyssa. She was little, maybe around two, maybe a little older, old enough to say sentences. I was giving her a bath before bed when she looks out the bedroom into the hallway and gets a terrified look on her face and starts crying. At this moment, my aunt's Pomeranian starts going nuts as well, barking and growling into the hallway. The atmosphere in the room became uncomfortable and I started getting scared. I took her downstairs from the third floor in the townhouse to try and calm her down. I asked her what was wrong and she said something along the lines of, the man with the black eyes was there. When I continued to pry, she looked up at the second floor stairs, her eyes getting big and looks at me bringing her finger up to her mouth 
and saying, shh, while shaking her head no. <laughs> no. No, no. No, thank you. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I've seen enough horror movies to know this story won't end well. I immediately called my aunt and uncle, begging them to come home because this was one of the most unsettling things that has ever happened to me. I still to this day experience paranormal activity, which I blame upon my misuse of the Ouija board in grade school. PSA, don't use a Ouija board. Obviously. I know. That's the one thing I will never freaking do. No, I'll never touch one. Whether or not I believe it's... Yeah, exactly. I'm not I'm not testing it. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I don't need to put that out there. It's crazy to me that, like, Target sells Ouija boards. Right. When I worked there, I was, remember, yeah. I worked in electronics, which was by the toys. Mm-hmm. I was unboxing Ouija boards. I'm like, no, get these off of here. No, Target, no. Freaking, like, Hasbro. Yes. Like, stop it. Like, it's a kid's toy company, but no. it. You need to know what you're doing. You're summoning the devil and stuff like that. Who knows? I know. Men with black eyes. Mm-hmm. Scary. No. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Our next story comes from Barf Dexter. So that's a fun, fun name. But they write, my son is eight and isn't the type of kid who's ever been scared of the dark, being alone, etc. A few weeks ago, my husband told me he saw a ball roll out of the playroom. He didn't realize at first that no one was in there. He didn't say anything about it to our son. A few days later, my son came upstairs saying he felt something touching his leg. My significant other and I just kind of brushed it off. Kids exaggerating, right? A few days later, we were out somewhere, and we came home to my essential oil diffuser was on. Nobody had been there to turn it on. We were a little freaked out, but tried to not make a big deal. Now my son has been saying that something is touching him, once on his back and then repeatedly poking his elbow. He's saying he's scared. Who wouldn't be? (laughs) I try not to play into it too much and explain that sometimes our minds play tricks on us, and there's nothing to be afraid of in our house. Nobody has ever said anything about ghosts before all this, so it's not like he's repeating things he's heard. So, mm. just a, a, a smaller things, nothing like super crazy in there. Ooh, okay. And then we have one more that I found from Mystery Lady on Reddit. When my daughter was around eight years old, she twice saw the apparition of a tall man wearing a cowboy hat in our apartment. One time, he was standing in the hallway with a woman and a child, all of them dressed in old-fashioned clothes. Another time, she saw him lying beside me in bed. Nope. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, this is the creepiest one in my opinion. That time, his eyes were glowing bright red. Absolutely not. Goodbye. I would have left. Goodbye. That that place is his now. (laughs) Yeah. I'll leave. You're fine. She and I never said anything to the landlord who lived downstairs because we weren't sure how he would react. One day, I decided to test the waters by nonchalantly asking the landlord, if he had ever seen anything strange. He said he had once seen a man come up through the door that led to the basement. It was one of those doors that closed flush with the floor, walk across the kitchen, and pass right through the back door. I asked him to describe the apparition, and he said it was a tall man wearing a cowboy hat. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just no comment? No, no comment. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. None of this. Yeah. I. <laughs> yeah, there's always that... Theory. I don't know if it's a theory. I guess it's a theory. There's no way to really say that kids could see paranormal things mm-hmm. more easily. Yeah. Not specifically this one, but the one before with the kid feeling like things are touching him. That could be really anything, in my opinion. Oh, for like, sure. Like, it could just be, like, something on his clothes or, like, a bug or anything. The, the ball rolling is weird, but 
could be wind, could be, you know, they forgot and left the diffuser on kind of thing. It's right. It's not like I know. a Some huge, of those like, like, oh, no. <laughs> um, the cowboy hat thing, absolutely not. <laughs> like, um, you you need someone holy in there blessing that shit or whatever. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Get it out of here. Get it out of here and uh, hope it's not attached to you directly. <laughs> I know, right? But I like these stories because... Again, they're nothing crazy, which makes me believe that they're real. Because, you know, like people make stuff up. They really embellish and throw right. s- stuff on there. Like, that's not real. That didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> Don't lie. So those are just some creepy ones that I found on Reddit. Okay. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, giving us a five-star rating is super helpful. And we always appreciate it. You can find us on social media using 13 Degrees of Screams. This has been 13 Degrees of Screams, and we will see you next week. Got you. Yes. <laughs>